Hello there, darlings. Welcome to the Clockwork Cabaret. They are old. They are not hip. They are the weird aunties that you didn't know you needed or wanted. And now, for a friendly reminder, this show is for adults. That darling DJ duo, Emma Davenport and Lady Attercop, drink cocktails, have potty mouths, and at least one of them was raised by wolves. <laughs> sound of the cuckoo, you know that it is time for the Clockwork Cabaret. Hooray! I am Emmett Davenport. And I am Lady Attercoff. We've escaped the frozen wilds. Have we? Well, as of this moment. For now. For now. For now, until another storm comes through. Yes. North Carolina is experiencing a unseasonably well i mean actually it is seasonable to be cold and icy and snow it's just not our hemisphere yeah it's just not normal for north carolina to have it and uh we had in a week we had two nasty snowstorms two different two different days of snow it was it was pretty delightful though because it was definitely the kind of snow that fell and hung around for a day and then was gone you you didn't have to work. I did the whole time. No, <laughs> let's be fair. I like, did have to shovel the driveway of doom twice. I, I, and that was bad. I had to cover for everyone who couldn't work in the coffee shop, and uh, that's what you get for living near it. That was miserable. <laughs> See, this is why you need to be within driving. Like it's walkable. Walkable sounds great. Uh, you know, when you're being, like, all ecological and everything. Oh, I want a city that's walkable. Until you understand what that means in the worst weather of the city. Yeah. Where you I are. mean, I, I have or lived... town. I have lived in places that were far more walkable than than our town. Oh, no, this place is not walkable yeah, at all. no, no. It's just walkable for you personally. Yes, yeah, well... <laughs> well. If all you want to do is go to work. Yeah, I and, could... And nothing else. Well, oh, and maybe a bar. There's some bars within walking distance of your house. Yeah, but I don't want to go to them. No. I mean, but, one of them. Yeah. But I so, haven't yeah. yet because there's a pandemic going because on. Because of and, the pandemic. Also, and, another thing that like loses its luster in a pandemic. Walkable. You know, <laughs> where other people are. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't yeah. really... My neighborhood isn't walkable. I can't get out of my house. My house yeah. isn't walkable. <laughs> I know, I slightly uh, missed that. Yeah, we have a driveway of doom. It's at not quite a 45 degree angle, because that's illegal. You're yeah. not allowed to have a driveway that steep, but it's close. It's like 47. It's, no, it's like a 43, you know. <laughs> it's mostly a 35, and then it just creeps up to like a 40, 43 at the end there. Um, so we got, when the, when, the, when the weather happens, we just kind of get stuck into our little gully. Uh, which is fine by us. Um, I hate people and I hate weather. So, you know, 
It's fine. Yeah. Until I decided I was going to sled on it. Oh. The driveway of doom. Why would uh, you? Because I'm from Florida, and I'm stupid, and I know no better. And I, I am 44, and I, breakable. I could have told you that it was a bad idea. I would not have listened. The childlike joy over the potential of sledding, which I have never experienced in uh, my well, life. Well, yes, I guess if you've never experienced sledding, you would, you would find the thought of it, even on a yeah. dangerous... <laughs> on, a, on the doom driveway. Doom driveway. <laughs> on powdery snow. Yeah. The slipperiest of all snows. Also, the fact that it hides a layer of ice underneath. Yeah. No, it was It was actually, it was just powdery snow. There oh, was no okay. ice underneath it. Oh, that's good. Um, but powdery. There is the potential. Sometimes and that is a thing that... That hi- is, that, yeah. that is a thing that powdery snow often hides. And it is, powder is the slipperiest of snows, <laughs> it is. which I have learned. Also, it does. It's very hard to come compact. No, yeah, it's just fluff. It's yeah. just it's just it's just doom fluff. Yeah. If you're trying to go down a driveway that is too steep and also ends at your your home and your neighbor's home in rocks and shrubbery. Yes. <laughs> you yeah. know because that's something's gonna stop you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So if it's I'm not assuming... you bailing out onto the asphalt, it is the rocks. And so the I'm shrubbery. assuming you crashed upon the rocky shore. I, I did. I crashed into and some And cried Heathcliff. No. No, no, no I didn't. <laughs> Weathering Heights. No. no. <laughs> Fuck that guy. He drowned puppies. But I, I did, I uh, I I did, did wash up upon the. I did, as, as one might say, if we were romantic poets. I washed upon the rocky shores of my own hubris. Yeah. Um, I crashed into some shrubs, and that stopped my momentum, and I laid on my back laughing really hard because it was the dumbest thing I've done in a while, and also the funniest. And um, we had a good time. Painful time. Bit my tongue. Bruised my butt. Lost you know. your hat. Well, I know I found it. Oh, I found, well, that's good. It, it wasn't a permanent off. loss. No, it <laughs> fell off. I found it. Uh, yeah, lost some clothing on the way down, like a normal person. I don't know what you're talking about, Emmett. And, uh, had a good time for all of the ten minutes I spent outside. Let's say, they were productive. Yeah. I haven't experienced enough wintry weather for me to be, like, disenchanted by it. Oh, that, you're very lucky. I I haven't spent enough time shoveling. I opened the, I opened the door and looked outside and just went... Nope, mm. this looks like a good time to drink. And then I just closed the door, and then I made, went and made some hot chocolate and put some alcohol in it and went and sat on the couch that, and played a video game. That probably and, would have been and, a more productive use of my time. And Rupert came downstairs, looked outside, and went, Ooh, snow, I should go feed the birds. And I went, Good luck. <laughs> all you. Have fun, <laughs> fellow Southerner. Like what a fellow swamp dweller that doesn't like, understand cold. And I was like, "Don't stay out too long. It is in the teens." Yeah, and that is frostbite weather. And I did. he just and he and he went. I'm not going to be out there very lo- that long, much that long. And then he was out for like fifteen twenty minutes, oh. and I was going, "Oh, he's gonna." He's going to die He's out gonna there. He's going to come back very cold. Yeah. Yeah. And then he came back and was like, it's really warm in here. I was like, oh, God. 
<laughs> no, 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 baby. No. That's the first stage of frostbite. Yes, like, no, just <laughs> keep yeah. your clothes on. Yeah, like you do not have. Yeah, I noticed what he was wearing when he went out there. It was not. There were not enough layers. You would be proud of us. We we layered it up. Okay, good. We had leggings, an undershirt, a sweater, overalls, thick denim overalls. And on top of that, scarf, jacket. Hat. Okay. Gloves. Okay. We were good. Okay. We layered it up. Okay. And good. we also waited until it was not in the teens. Yeah. We waited until it was like 30. Yeah. Yeah. Like, ooh, it's a warm 30, a balmy 30 degrees. Yeah. I mean, I'm, Self- sure, I'm sure for our listeners that are in colder climates, they're, they're just laughing. laughing. They're just laughing and be like, that's baby shambles. What are you all talking about? It is baby shambles. It is. It is. Having grown up in New England uh, and Vermont specifically, uh, I will say, yeah, what we experience here in in North Carolina is is, yeah, it's it's very minimal cold weather. However, no, we're not used to it, Mm-mm. and I, uh, I'm I'm glad for it most of the time. I did I did for a short period live in Montana, uh, in a town that was in the foothills of the Rockies. And that was the kind of town that I lived across the street from the school, my elementary yeah. school where I went. I was very young. It was like, you know, in first and second grade. And my mom used to drive us across the street to school oh. because it was 70 below. Oh, And yeah. any exposed skin would get frostbite in the two minutes it took you to get from the front door of yeah. your house to the entrance of the school. So she would drive us yeah. in, you know, across the street on wintry yeah. mornings because... Nasty. That's a dumb cold. Yeah. So I did, I don't remember it, but I did at one point live in an area that could have potentially killed me. I lived in a lot of areas that could have potentially killed me. Yeah. This seemed to be a constant well, in my young life. I mean, I, I was, I was born in the desert, um, and I'm allergic to mesquite. <laughs> so technically, the, the, every area I've ever lived could kill me. Also, I have really a plethora of allergies. Mm, mm -hmm. Most of them nature-related, which just helps to, you know, explain why I don't ever go outside. I'm more allergic to North Carolina than I was the swamp. Oh, see, I'm the opposite. Yeah. I actually was more allergic Allergic to the swamp. swamp. Like, that's where a whole bunch of my allergies flared up when I lived in Savannah. I, w- I, I actually am the only person I know who goes to pollutant-ridden South Florida and is like, oh, I can breathe. You know, it's pollutant 100% humidity yeah. South Florida. It's like, oh, yeah, my lungs know how to, ca- to contemplate this. Okay. But not like, like, well, we live near Raleigh, and Raleigh is just as bad, so. Yeah. It's Basically, true. what we're saying is that the earth doesn't want us. The no. ocean rejects us. The humans are a blight on the planet, apparently. Oh, this and, is a very dark and realistic... And I say that, yeah, but you know what? Hey, you know what? What? This is just because we're the cockroaches of the planet doesn't mean that we're not allowed to be, live and thrive. Hey, true. tapeworms, baby. Tapeworms do just fine. I'm, am I, I saying that humanity is a tapeworm on the face of the planet? I'm just worry, more worried that you're saying that about us specifically. No, I'm just talking about humans oh, in general. Oh, humans in general. I mean, 
Yeah. I, I, you know. I personally uh, feel like I'm going to outlive everyone just out of pure and entitled spite. I thought you were going to walk in the woods one day. I will. Someday, just going to walk in the woods. I'm just going to walk in the woods and let it and let the wolves take me. But, <laughs> make them put but that meta. Uh, make but, them put a silver alert on yeah. meta. Yeah, whatever crap. weird futuristic VR headset. Yeah, whatever weird future amber alert thing, what silver, silver alert or whatever it's going to be. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be. Emmett Davenport, last scene walking to the woods. Last but it's gonna. But I'm gonna be like. Last scene walking towards a wolf. I'm gonna closure. be flipping the bird to everyone I walk past as I, mean, I go. Pretty good. And also, if you're looking to get devoured by an animal, wolves, it's not a safe bet. You know what you need to do. What? This is really... This, you want to be oh. so morbid? That's we're going to no. get morbid. <laughs> okay. No, I didn't really want to be morbid, but... Pigs. Oh, I don't a really... A pig will eat you in a heartbeat. I don't really want to walk towards a pig farm. Well, but if you want to get consumed by, by semi-wild animals... Wolves are not going to eat you. Wolves are going to wait till you drop dead. Well, no, I will... So they're well, not no. going to help... Yeah, but no, I'm not help. even talking... I'm not talking about, like... That I want something to uh, maul, you. maul me. I'm talking about that I'm just going to go and let the life force drain from me and then something else can, can consume me. It's probably, me. in North Carolina, it's probably going to be vultures. That's fine. And deer. That's fine. Deer are definitely going to come up and take a chomp. I'm, I'm fine with that. Yeah, but listeners, if you didn't know that. Yeah, no, they're... Pigs will eat you. Yes, but also they deer... Given half... Oh, yeah, deer will eat you. Deer are, opportuni- are opportunistic carnivores. Yeah, only if you've dropped dead first. Yes. So, so like and there's deer, no other food source. There's, well, or they need some calcium. Yeah. Same with squirrels. Uh, yeah. Squirrels will steal a skull off of your back porch. Ask me how I know. It's because it, she's Semicolon. <laughs> squirrels have tried to steal a squirrel... A skull that I was cleaning at the time off of my back porch uh and they gnawed on it like the little bastards they are oh, but yes jerks. deer yeah deer will take a chomp uh of, a, of an already dead animal um pigs won't even wait for you to be dead no yeah like dogs and cats that's why that's why bacon tastes delicious it's because pigs are evil yeah dogs they're also are... kind of smart yeah that's it's like like that's why people don't have them as pets because yeah. dogs and cats won't eat you until you're actually dead and they have no other choice. Pigs will roll the odds. They'll go... I've no, no, this is a true I thing. I know, but I've woken up. They'll go, mm, you know what? They ain't coming back from this. In the chain, like, mm, and they'll just oh, start no. that, to there's go a whole, there's to a whole... town before you're dead. Yeah, no, that's a part of the whole... Han- well, and Hannibal... Hannibal... Is it, oh, is it a Hannibal Lecter thing? Yeah. Oh, Hannibal. I just listened to, I didn't know that. I just listened to a lot of yeah, true in, crime. In the, uh, in the third, in the second book following Silence of the Lambs. He feeds. So Hannibal, no, well, one of the characters feeds, tries to feed uh, Hannibal Lecter to a bunch of pigs. Uh He's also already fed other people to the pigs. Yeah, because that's a yeah. way that people have gotten rid of other people yeah. in the past. Yeah. That's no, not... Yeah. That's no. Not, yeah. No, the, the upsetting part about it is the pigs won't wait till you're dead. <sighs> Boy, Which this, is why you shouldn't you know, feel bad about eating bacon. Because yeah. they would eat you first. Yes. Yeah. 
give it half the chance. Also, bacon is delicious. You are just protecting yourself. It's true. It's a, it's a pig-eat-pig world. <laughs> it shouldn't be a dog-eat-dog dog world. It should be a pig-eat-pig world. Honestly. <laughs> oh, this show has gone off the rails once again. And with that, I think we should play some music. Oh. 
That's Catamaran with Love Yourself. Before that, we had Delta Sweep with The Detail. And starting off our set was King Cooper with Is Chaos.
drums with money. Before that, we had greens keepers with lotion. And starting off our set was Oh Children with Don't Dig. We can die the 
only one who fails to see the
the horrors with Still Life. Before that, we had the Wombats with I Only Wear Black. And starting off our set was Django Django with Default.
week's audio assault is brought to you by the Discount Orphan Emporium. As enterprising entrepreneur surely knows, people are just too lazy to work these days. And with labor costs and moral standards preventing your business from achieving maximum profitability, how can the bastions of healthy capitalism be expected to keep themselves in fine wine? finer caviar, and the unfiltered blood of the destitute. Why, wrinkle not your wealthy brow, businessmen. Discount Orphan Emporium can suit all your staffing needs. Just take a bushel of our societal burdens or a bucket of soggy obligation and keep your coal dust factory operating around the clock. These wards of the state lost the public sympathy along with their parents. So concerns about an ethical workplace fly right out the window and huge sacks of filthy lucre fly right back in. Discount Orphean Emporium. Sorry, we're all out of radio hosts. And the world is a terrible wasteland pockmarked with the hideous and insane. Aesthetic nightmares that can only be saved by a lacy disc of dainty fabric. Yes, any horrible sight can be put out of mind with a proper doily for any occasion. Pug-faced orphan? Cover their shame! Pile of dog business? Make that business a classy affair. Cast-off meat processing facility? Yes, we make a doily that big! And there's even holes for the sulfur jets. The Cloister Sisters doilies for any occasion. What are they even for, anyway? And, as always, the clockwork cabaret scrambles up the steampunk chimbley like only a small, underage ne'er-do-well can, cleaning the flue and wiping away the soot from a smoke-clogged mad wasp radio, leaving only glistening internet radio behind. I bet they regret letting us write our own copy.
that's Interpol with Obstacle One. Before that, we had Smith Westerns with Weekend, and starting off our set was Gautier with I Feel Better.
shot the pole at the bed at the wise. We got glasses on our eyes. We've been walking into that furniture.
That's Joy Division with She's Lost Control. Before that, we had Block Party with Like Eating Glass. And starting off our set was Electric Guest with This Head I Hold. Mr. Kirk, Dexter's in school. I'm afraid he's not, Miss Birchmore. Dexter's truancy problem is way out of hand. The Baltimore County School Board have decided to expel Dexter from the entire public school system. Well, Mr. Kirk, I'm as upset as you to learn Dexter's truancy, but surely expulsion is not the answer. I'm afraid expulsion is the only answer. 
It is the opinion of the entire staff that Dexter is criminally insane. Same, 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 same.
Lashes with Daniel. Before that, we had the Avalanches with Frontier Psychiatrist. And starting off our set was the Smiths with Still Ill. Once half a two years have gone now, but
quality internet radio like this doesn't come easy, but it does come cheap, and you can help pay for it. Simply head over to madwaspradio.com and click on their donate button to help keep shows like ours on the British airwaves. Or, if you like this clockwork of cabarets, this crazy thing we do, you can donate to us directly by going to agnealtstudios.com and donating one of multiple ways. In fact, we'll even take unmarked bills slipped discreetly under the nearest lavatory door.
Elbow with Grounds for Divorce. Before that, we have the Stone Roses with She Bangs the Drums. And starting off our set was The Last Shadow Puppets with Standing Next to Me. And our... We have apparently... This is this is us moving our podcast to a true crime podcast. Which is... Are we? I mean, we talked about pigs eating humans. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then we were talking about your cat eating you. Oh, yeah. Well... Which sounds like a true crime podcast. Kind of story. I, we didn't talk about that on air. No, but your Did cat I, wants oh, to eat yes, you. Yes, yeah. One of well, my 
one of my cats likes to uh, lick my head very, very uh, profusely, preferably while I am asleep. <laughs> See, and, that's the part that makes it weird. Yeah, and and then, you know, the other one will occasionally lick my fingers while I'm asleep, and I strongly suspect that that is how I'm going to die. They're going to... You think they're going to kill you or just that they're going to eat your corpse? I don't know if... I think it's more of that I'm going to wake up and they're going to be munching. Oh. Now see... I might not die from it. But it's going to complicate whatever happens. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, it's not like they're not fed at all. (laughs) Like, I feed them. No, you have one that's fat. One is very fat. He is very well fed to the point of, of the... That uh, fat shames him, or fat shames me about him <laughs> quite often. Look, it's not his fault. No, he had a really difficult childhood. He had a hard childhood. He didn't have, like, his mom abandoned him. He's you know? got all sorts of issues. He was raised by dogs. He doesn't know how to eat properly. It's just, there's just a lot of... He's got, he's got a lot that's going on. He does. He's doing his best. He is, but... And honestly, if you don't have one skinny cat and one chalky cat, what are you doing? Yeah, Those, yeah. Are, the, those are the cat rules. Yeah, it seems to be. Yeah, because yeah. I've got one skinny and one chalky. Yeah, yeah. It's a weird thing. And they're siblings. They grew up together, so there is absolutely no way that they didn't grow up in the same environment. And she, and one is a little skinny mini, and one is not so much chalky as, as beef. She is the beef cat, and that she's just... Solid. Yeah. Like, she's not a fat cat. She's just this solid, like, Russian winter. Look, yeah. You know? Yeah. Like a cat is. Yes. Solid like the Russian winter. And if I die, I fully expect that they will eat my remains. Yeah, well, it's... Otto is, is the fat prince. Actually, yeah. as as Rupert says, fat prince. Fat prince. Because <laughs> he's southern. Because he's the fat prince. And then Max is a, a skinny ninja. Because yeah. he's gray and he disappears in all... Like, you could walk past him and wonder where he is. Because there is something about a gray cat mm. that makes them absolutely invisible... Because it's not light enough to stick out, but not dark We're enough gonna, to... Yeah, and to, you just walk yeah, past and then... Yeah, and then you realize that you're staring right at him, and he's been looking at you very, very judgmentally for the last five minutes mm. because because you're wondering where he is, and then he disappears again. You <laughs> haven't pet him in those five minutes, yes. and now it's too late. It's too late, and he yeah. disappears. See and her then, skinny mini. And then he licks my head She's, very weirdly. She does not disappear because she never shuts the hell up. Ah. So, it's like if you walk into the room and you make eye contact with Tildy, she's already like, me, 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 and yelling at you for who knows why. Sometimes she wants uh, to go aside. Sometimes does, she just wants to yell. Does Mr. Ducky talk to her? He talks to both cats. Yeah, but, we'll does, he, he do, but does he talk to Tildy more? Uh, I thought Tildy was his favorite. Til- <laughs> no, they are our children and we would never have favorites. Tildy is totally his favorite. Yes, yeah. So he talks. Uh, he talks. He t- talks to Tildy well, more. Tildy's because she talks back. Yes, I suspect. Yeah. Well, and also ta- the the talking is a is a learned behavior that it is humans, a learned yeah. that humans have taught cats. Cats, and she has learned the lesson very well. Yeah. Soya doesn't talk back. 
Yeah, because she's strong and stoic, like the Russian winter. <laughs> but no, she's just, she never, we actually knew she was sick once because she had shut the fuck up for change. Oh. Like, for like, she wasn't following us around yelling. Talking. Like, hey, what are we doing? Where are we going? What's up? And we we're like, oh no, she's being quiet. And then she borfed and attacked her sister and we were like, wow. Better she, take her to the yes, vet because this is, is unusual and it's weird when you have to go to the vet and hand them your cat and you're like yeah my cat wasn't yelling at me while I was in the bathroom and uh, that's really unusual to make them understand like no no you make eye contact with this cat and she's like meh 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 it's like so she wasn't doing that and that's weird well, and is it cancer? It's cancer. No. Well, no, that was what I thought <laughs> immediately. Well, and uh, supposedly, if you read a, a bunch of true crime and serial killer mm. books and things, they, supposedly one of the signs that, that you are not a serial killer okay. is that you have a empathic relationship with with pets you have an unhealthy relationship, unhealthy relationship with, with your pets because yes. you've been locked in the house with yes. them for two years during yeah. a pandemic yeah. but that that's a sign that you're not a sociopath or a well. or a psychopath and you know listeners you could prove me wrong but that's actually outing you as a potential psychopath <laughs> and, and uh and and serial killer so uh it's a win-win in our <laughs> mysterious super uh new try true crime show true crime show we, we have been we are recording this uh in pittsburgh and there was a person wandering around that we did not recognize and we were definitely like who's that what are they doing huh who's that now we're not going to get murdered, not on our watch. Uh, no, we are, I think we are both hyper-vigilant. <laughs> I, I cannot shake living in, and I'm sure you're the same way, uh, from being from a big, a bigger area with a higher crime rate oh, yeah. and a more aggressive, um, shall we say, uh, populace? Yeah. yeah. Just, just in general. Like, I can't turn that, like, what is, what is that car behind me? How long have they been following me? Why are they following I, me? I, I'm going to turn into here and see what they do. I mean, I... Because I can't... We're, so, and what's weird is that it wasn't until I moved to the south that I actually lived in a large populated oh. area. Uh, my, yeah, previously... Oh, good. Because you so you got a special kind of crazy, is what yeah. you're saying. No, no, no. What I'm saying is that... That I still had that when I lived in Vermont and, and New Hampshire, like in New England, where the population oh. is much smaller. Like, I, I I'm a part of that might be because I grew up in a in a town that had an actual serial killer, and that'll do it. Yeah, and finding that out in I my mean. in my, I think it was my sophomore or junior year of high school when I found that out that yeah, was a little that was a little uh like uh what and also why did no one tell me this I mean I lived when in the, South Florida through the 80s and 90s yes. so that's my excuse and yeah. also actually knew a person that killed their significant other oh ah, yeah that's personally terrible. yeah <laughs> that'll That'll wreck you in some interesting yeah. ways when you're young. Um, 
Yeah. Yeah, but I I know that that uh, I know that there is that whole level of like being paranoia, paranoia, or, or vigilance. Well, yeah, well, and and I remember going to New York City with a group of people from the area, mm. and I being the one that had. Uh, being the small town <laughs> Vermonter having to tell the New Yorkers how to behave in Put New York City. Don't well, like, map on. Don't, what are you doing? Why are we standing looking at the map in the middle of Grand Central Station? No, we go up to the surface and then figure out where we need to go. And then we, we sneak furtive glances at yes. it from the side so nobody like, knows we're looking at the map. Yeah, don't look like you don't know where you're going. How do you not know this? Like <laughs> I, this That's rule one. Like, you just walk confidently lost as right. hell. Pret- I t- yeah, like... I got lost in Baltimore once. Granted, it was broad daylight, downtown. I was not in any danger. But I was super dang lost in yeah. Baltimore, trying to get from the trains, the train station to... Well, from the bus station to the train station that would take me to the airport. And just utterly lost... With with luggage, that was the part that I didn't like. I had luggage. There is nothing that makes you look more like a tourist than mm-hmm. hauling luggage around. And also, it was a very, it was a very. Um, I was white, and this area of Baltimore was not. So mm-hmm. I already stood out, like the pale, freckly beacon I was, and had my luggage. And to be fair, no one was like, I was never in any danger. My just hyper vigilance was like, I would rob you right now. If I, like, I, my brain was saying that to me, like, you look like robbable. Oh yeah. Like, except that you're the, except that you are very broke. Yeah. (laughs) It is the middle of the day. And I eventually stopped in a fast food restaurant and a very, very nice gentleman was like, Hi, honey, are you lost? I was like, I am, yes. And I'm like, very lost. And I was a, a block away. It was very close. And he's like, do you want me to walk you to the, the, to the, to the train station? And I'm like, no, 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 I am fine. It's totally fine. I was just a little flustered and a little hot because I wasn't expecting to get lost. But he was very nice. Random man in Baltimore. You were very sweet. Or, yeah. Baltimore was, but I like, like I said, all I kept thinking when I was walking around was like, I would fucking rob me right now. Like, I have, I have uh, a, I have a long-standing tradition of driving into a new city for an event that I was <laughs> DJing at, and getting inexplicably lost, lost, and ending up <sighs> in an area that was very much not an area I yeah. should be in, and That's thankfully, how- thankfully, you know, I don't honestly nobody like nobody's nobody's gonna you. do anything. No, it's. Like TV shows and various other th- things no. have have made you think that that's going to happen, and it's not at all. It's just more of I get really uncomfortable when I have no sense of control. Yeah, and oh. that I am, and that I am, I, I, and that I don't, <laughs> and I really don't like knowing, not knowing where I am. I have been in some shifty situations yes. before, shall we say? Yeah. That's how I knew that being lost in downtown Baltimore in the middle of the day yeah. was not, not a shifty a sh- situation. Yeah. Because I have been in some situations yes. where it's like, yeah. Actually, most of the shifty situations I've been in, and I don't know if this has been your 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 uh, personal, experience, experience. personal experience, but mine has always come from somebody else that I am with. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like... <laughs> 
It's always somebody made a dumbass yeah, decision. It's always I am with a bunch of idiots, and I am somehow now stuck in a situation that I would personally never find myself in if I was by myself. My least favorite was personally going into Miami. Not because my going into Miami was bad in any way, shape, or form, but before the days of the GPS on the phone, so I say, back in the day when yeah. we were old, I would just be need to be on the highway because the highway was how I was going to get home. So highway yeah. was the, my, my lifeline back to where I lived. And I would be on the street looking at the highway above me because there it was in whatever area of Miami I was. And I couldn't find a way to get on it. Yes. There were no entrances onto the highway. So I just drove around Miami in my cruddy car, staring up at the highway like, I-95. I just want to be on you so I can head north. And I couldn't. That uh, was my entire experience of being in Miami. Yeah. It's me staring at an overpass, yeah. wishing I could get on it. Yeah, my sketchy experiences usually came from from someone in the car with me. My sketchy experiences. Going, going, it's just, I just have to stop here. It'll just no. be five minutes. No, that's always a bad idea. And then... Okay, that's, sure. And that's then how your forensic files episode and then starts. Thirty minutes later, forty-five minutes later, <laughs> several gunshots. Several later. hours later, you're still sitting there going, "Do I? Do I knock on the door? Do what I? Do? do I just drive? Are they uh, I'm late drugs? for wherever it is I'm supposed to be. I don't quite know what is going on. Um, I once." Uh, one of my bestest friends brought one of her bestest friends, her other bestest friends, with us on a trip. And uh, I wanted to get out of the car 20 minutes into it <laughs> because I knew it was going to be a terrible journey. That's never a good and, sign. And sure enough, it was. <laughs> and the whole time, I was just going... This can't be, this can't be how this person really thinks the world works. Is this, is this how is this, this am person, I being, am is I, this a prank? Is this, is this a joke? Is there is a this, hidden camera? Why? Oh, wait, I've gotten in the car with people far younger than me who have never experienced other people, I guess. I don't know what I've, Oof. I don't know what I have done, except that I trusted that someone else could drive. That's always a mistake. I've I have since learned that I am always to be the driver. <laughs> no that one says something because you have trusted me to drive a couple of times when we have done a road trip. Yes, but only in the city, though. I have driven <laughs> to get and only when they were tired. Yes, I have driven to the place. Yes, and then and then it's city driving, and yes. they're like, "I'm not aggressive yes. enough." And I'm like, and I'm like oh, oh yeah. my time yeah. has come." Yeah, no, that's <laughs> hold it's, on. Those Miami instincts are kicking back in. Yeah, I gotta get on the highway. Yeah, there it is. There's the overpass. I need to get on. I'm gonna make a way. Yeah. Yeah, no, 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 letting you, letting you drive is a, is different because I trust you to get us home. Like usually, usually the situation is I am tired because mm-hmm. I have, it has You've been a long day and I have ride. driven both most of the time. And then, and then it's the, 
I need a break. I'm going to let Lady Addercup drive. These Atlanta drivers are going to raise my blood pressure. I'm going to let somebody else yell at them for a while. Yeah, but it's also the fact, like, I know you want to get home just as much as I do. I do. I'm also not going to take any weird detours. Yes. Also, I know that you have pets at home. I do. I've got two. Like, you have your, your, you know, Mr. Ducky is in the vehicle usually. I'm not going to murder him. Yeah, like, you... You know. I have to date again. Yes, exactly. I would just be a like, there's a lot of yeah. There's a lot of things that make me feel like no, oh, no, no. It's okay. <laughs> she won't murder us. Yes, probably. I unless feel like a, unless you know unless it's a predetermined thing beforehand. Like if we yeah. have decided that this is our death pact and it's time. to... Oh, that wouldn't be how I do it. Don't worry. Okay. Cool. I mean, I mean, not in a vehicle that could be traced back to me in any way. Well, I well, I mean, it's a death pact, so I'm assuming that you have, that we have we have agreed upon the circumstances to which our death is come is oh, happening. I, I, I feel like there's going to be a handshake, and there's going to be a no, so we're Thelma Louising yeah, it as yes. opposed to oh, yes. That, I feel like feel like yeah. this is in a prearranged. No, you yeah, know. you should keep thinking that. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. Well, it's not gonna. Because, no, That's no. not how... Remember how I had empathy with the pets before? Yeah. yeah. No, you should keep thinking that. That's fine. Oh. Definitely not anything to worry about. Okay. Definitely not a thing about... No. What? Ah, hi, this is the Clockwork Cabaret. <laughs> We're just tuning in. Uh, the, we, this is this thing we do. It's we put together a playlist every week of vaguely steampunk themed music and we have a little bit of fun banter and we invite you in and have a to have a two hours worth of conversation and music with us and we would love it if you would oh i don't know like rate and review us on every place you could on the platform in which you're listening to this apple apple a podcasts or stitcher or i think you can do it on spotify now oh, don't yes. tell spotify we're there shh, shh, shh. It's, a it's like it's like a it's like a it's like a murder plot that you might have deep in your heart that you don't tell other people about because that could be used against you later in court to prove premeditation. You shouldn't do that. So you know, don't worry I'm, about it. Just re- give us five stars. I'm I'm a little concerned about you everything now. You shouldn't be okay. Excellent. Like, did you remember when I talked about my cats and how much I love them and how that proves I'm not a sociopath? That's not something someone could fake. Oh, no. Ever. Especially not in an audio format. That, oh. I feel like I have sealed my... I'm your I have potentially sealed my doom. <laughs> if this podcast suddenly stops for some reason, it's no reason to get suspicious. We've just moved on. And with that, this has been Clock for Cabaret. Mm-hmm. She is Lady Addercup. They are Emmett Davenport. And it's not work we do. It's, it's love. love. It's definitely love. This is Mad Wasp Radio, home of the hits. <laughs>